0: On this episode of Cult Cinema Cavalcade, we'll be discussing the 1976 remake of King Kong starring Jeff Bridges and Jessica Lange.
1: Welcome to Cult Cinema Cavalcade, a bi-weekly movie podcast that features hosts Brandon and Cullen, discussing a film from cinema's past considered but not limited to being a cult classic as a disclaimer each episode will include plot spoilers and may contain harsh language episodes available on cultcinemacavalcade.com and itunes like the show on facebook and follow on twitter at cc cavalcade For questions, suggestions, and all inquiries, contact us via mail at cultcinemacavalcade.com.
0: This is Cult Cinema Cavalcade. This is episode 43. This is Brandon. And as always with me is your co-hoster who always makes sure to fill up with unleaded Petrox, Cullen.
2: Petrox is the name of the oil company, which is a joke because it's supposed to be like Pet Rock, which was popular at the time. So that's the kind of quality writing that's in this movie.
0: High quality, man. Cullen... (laughs) How did the natives tell the story of King Kong in 1976?
2: A petroleum exploration expedition comes to an isolated island and encounters a colossal giant gorilla.
0: King Kong is directed by John Gielerman and stars Jeff Bridges, Charles Grodin, Jessica Lange, and Ed Lauder, and not Meryl Streep because she was too ugly for the movie. <laughs> I know, that's a thing of legend, so I wasn't being mean. I was Meryl will tell you the same thing. We're back. With King Kong, uh King Kong Skull Island just came out this past weekend, but we're recording before either of us would have a chance to see it, and it's kind of a, a weird one here because this movie made a ton of money that we're covering this week, and it won Oscars, but the funny thing is,
2: is nobody really liked it then. I believe, I'm not sure if it was Oscars or or, or what, but it won, No, I think maybe it was a, a technical Oscar it won. It
0: won like a couple and Oscars, yeah.
2: There were... There were people on the committee that left the committee because King Kong won. That's how much people didn't like this highly profitable movie.
0: Yeah, it was like it was in the top five grocers of the year. It was like one of these movies where it's like, I don't know, nobody liked it, but it scored award accolades and made the monies. But in recent years, like all things that weren't liked, it's gained a following. So we're here today to see what's up. I personally... I haven't seen this since I was a kid. I I, I remember vaguely stuff about it. it was like on TV a lot when I was a kid, and like I think I, people owned it or something. I've seen it on seen it on VHS and stuff, but I've never gone back to this movie. What about you, Colin?
2: Uh, this is the first proper King Kong movie I've seen. The only other time I've seen a King Kong movie was King Kong versus Godzilla, so he was sharing the marquee. This and, is and
0: that's why I'm excited first... to see like this is your
2: delving into the the legendary story yeah that's well it's not like i don't know what the story of king kong is i didn't need to see the movie to know the to know what the, the complicated story that is king kong
0: i mean this one it's a remake but it's it's kind of in the vein of like what i like in in remakes where they start making things more i don't know Give it its own identity. They, they drop some details out of this. They make it more of its time. And it's not exactly the same as what it was before. The ideas there, the themes there, the general beats and structure of the movie are there. But it's it's very different in the details. Like Peter, Peter Jackson's 2005 movie, which is crazy. It's been 12 years since a Kong movie. It feels like Peter Jackson's just came out not too long ago. But that one is a, a big remake remake of the 1933 film like hey we're gonna follow this but we're gonna embellish here characters have you know the names it's that one straight up this is okay what remakes kind of used to be where you you took that idea and you're like well i'm gonna change it into this
2: yeah there are i don't want to say minor tweaks but there are, are noticeable tweaks but nothing where it's a radically different movie.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, the same. Which is which is irritating.
2: The poster for this thing says the most exciting original motion picture event of all time. It's a remake. <laughs> yes, it's it's, it's it's I mean, my god. Original. Shut up. Go to hell. And this Even the settings for the movie aren't original.
0: Right. Well, you know what's funny? This this is the King Kong that the Universal ride is based off, not the 33 one. It's this is the King Kong that ride is since gone, but there was a classic ride at Universal Studios that was a King Kong ride. It's now uh, Brendan mm-hmm. Fraser Mummy, but you would go in like the cable cars, like the train is in this movie, and like all the sets and the King Kong. It's from this movie, not the 1933
2: one. Yeah, when I went on that ride, I thought it was weird because. I- I didn't realize it was from this version of King Kong. I thought like, Oh, they just did their own thing and just made it up. I didn't realize it's actually based on an actual King Kong movie. I just thought that they did their own remake. Where they just took the concept of King Kong and just tried to modernize it.
0: So that's kind of that's kind of a crazy realization I had when I went back to this. I was like, oh, it's this. I mean, this
2: King Kong. Well, yeah, and that's right. When I was the ride, I would, I would when I was watching the movie. I mean, I thought about the ride. Like, oh my God, that that's in the ride. I remember that. I remember seeing King Kong's head move around apartment buildings. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I was super surprised. Like I, when when that when that part of the movie started to happen. It was like, all oh, right, well this might kick ass now. We- Spoilers. It didn't. <laughs> <laughs> the movie is, it's weird because
0: I'm kind of of two minds of Kong on King Kong himself, which no matter how either side had come down, it still looks like guy in a costume, but for its time, this is some impressive work mm-hmm. done on it. Even though, you know, still, you know, guy in costume, but I also feel like kids, younger kids are going to watch this and n- maybe not appreciate or be able to look back and go, yeah, that, I mean, look where film was then. This is, while still probably looking like a guy in a costume back then, still impressive with what they were able to do. And they had some huge animatronics made for this movie, hand-wise. And they even built, like, a 40-foot King Kong, which you can tell where they
2: used that. that as far as I can tell, they used once.
0: <laughs> yes, because the body looks all out of proportions. It's pretty clear that it's
2: fake. Yeah. It looks like he's... He looks like he's at a middle school dance and he's waiting for a girl to come up to him. It's and it's only for a few seconds, but it is super weird.
0: Yeah, and it's in the back. It's like, um, what? It is what it is. It's a movie of its time. It didn't, you know, that doesn't didn't age. But you know, there's still some stuff on the face that I think is really impressive. But you know, it is Mm -hmm. what it's what they had to use. You you gotta think, you know, children. You gotta look back at these old movies sometimes and realize. They did what they could with what they had, and, and Roger Corman really did what he could with, he, with what he had. But this yeah. is this is making a huge epic movie, and this movie is a big movie. I mean, it it looks big, it's filmed big. It won it won Best Cinematography at the Oscars. I don't know that I go that far with it, but it did get the scale quite well, and it has some good shots to look at because that's for a lot of this movie. That's all worth given. <laughs> yes but yeah let's i guess let's get in here into this here uh we begin in uh, Surabaya, indonesia at some loading docks where a man named jack prescott played by jeff bridges poses drunk and acts like he's a worker uh, for this big boat that's getting ready to take off and he he drops a lot of cash off by a guard so the guard doesn't you know care and on this boat is fred wilson uh played by a mustache charles groden He's having a hard time with the rocky waters and this dude who works for Petrox, and he basically he believes that there's an island in the Indian Ocean that's been undiscovered based on these fog patterns, and he, you know, of course there's got to be oil there, right?
2: Of course, totally makes sense.
0: Yeah, and he gives this presentation to people, Jack Prescott, Jeff Bridges, who, I mean, he looks like. A non-Hagrid Chris Christopherson in this, right? Yes. Like he's, he, he, I mean, he's, he, it he doesn't look like so much like the sh-
2: dude, but he looks more like, yeah. like. It looks like he's related to Shaggy. Like he's, he doesn't look like he's Shaggy, but he's like Shaggy's cousin.
0: It's funny, like how young he looks. He's got that big old, just I didn't shave anywhere beard. And he reveals himself during the meeting as a primate paleontologist from Princeton, right? Woo! What a title! He thinks the fog bank is—you know—they believe you know it's something. He thinks it's something dangerous. He gets detained by Wilson, and and they grill him about like what he's really there for, what's this. And I love during this scene he's eating this sandwich. Do you know? So he's just like.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And then, like, Grodin's like, get this sandwich out of here.
2: Well, I'm sure he was just like, well, if I'm going to be in this movie, I might as well do something productive, so I'll eat something.
0: Well, hey, man, I'll, I'll take a bite. So he gets locked up, but on the way there, he spots a raft out in the water that has a, hey, a young Jessica Lang in it. That's, we could all be so lucky. And Wilson has Prescott let out uh, and makes him an expedition photographer. And wants him to question the girl when she wakes up. And her name is Dewan. Because you, you changed the W and the A and Dawn. There you go. And she's an actress who is on a it's, yacht. It's the
2: first irritating thing that she does in the movie. And she'll do many irritating things throughout the, she... the entirety of the film.
0: Don't worry about that. But she looks good doing them. She's an actress uh, who was on a yacht with a director that exploded. And, you know, she tells the story. And then we get this montage of just Jessica Lang wowing men on the boat, and including, which includes a shower scene.
2: Yeah. Like, it's just a minute of her being pretty.
0: Yep. Yeah. Which I was, if I was there, I see her. I'm like, I was scared for her. I'm like, oh, man, she's on a boat with all these, like, dude. <laughs> like, I. Yeah. But, so. After that, they get near the island, and they don't want Dwan going near the shore, but she begs Wilson to be able to go.
2: Yeah, how irresponsible is he, by the way? She has zero qualifications for going to the island. Sure, let's bring this civilian along that clearly, I don't know, she has mental problems or something. There is something off.
0: You're like, all right, fine, she can go. And everyone heads in small boats through the fog. And once on the island, Prescott and Duan screw around taking pictures while the others like begin a serious expedition. And they come across a big wall that's been maintained and uh, recently maintained at that. It's not like a ancient Egypt, which Wilson thinks. They come across a tribe living inside it. They're doing tribe stuff is what I, I have in my notes.
2: Uh, Wilson, <laughs> yeah. Then the, the, yeah, the, 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 go from hey, there's a huge wall to they're on the other side of the wall. Yes. Yeah. How did they? How did that happen, Brandon?
0: Yeah, I did. I didn't know. I was like, okay, they're on that wall, side of the wall, and now they're on. Okay. <laughs> so like, they were it, on it, the Kong
1: side the, of the
2: wall to start, right? Is that what we're supposed to believe? Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if they're like on the Kong. They must be on the Kong side of this wall, and then they walk around it or something? Was there a door or a gate that they just happened to pass through? Did, did someone go out for a walk late at night and forgot to close up before they came back in? Why was this party able to get in?
0: Yeah, I I, I don't know. But I do know that Wilson gets like a boner for what could be oil puddles that he sees. <laughs> In the he ground,
2: sure like, he's like, oh my god! Oh my gosh! He wants to, he wants to put his dick in that oil. That's how excited he is. Yeah, about like this he stuff. Is, he's, he's. <laughs> Charles Grodin's mustache is twitching. He's he's like a a seventies Hanna Barbera villain, just super excited about anything. Uh,
0: this is this is like one of the like few like blockbuster type movies that Charles Grodin's ever like been in, right? Uh,
2: this and Clifford, yes. The, uh, Clifford. Beethoven. <laughs> that was, that Be- was, Be- Oh, it was the first, yeah, that's right. It was the first two. That's right. Yeah,
0: like his like, le- like movies of legend, like that. And then uh, like what? Midnight run. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> like scene and Rosemary's baby. Like that's the, the
2: yeah.
0: memorable. I- I- there's no one like Charles Grodin though. It's kind of,
2: it was weird it- seeing Charles Grodin in this movie because not only does he have a mustache, but he's also like, like got sideburns. Yeah. Yeah. It- it looks like he wants to be Burt Reynolds. It's like the vibe yes! he's trying to accomplish. It's just weird. Yeah, it's weird because you never see him in something like
0: this big. You know, this would be like this would be like seeing Charles Grodin in a Marvel movie right now, you know? Yeah, you're right. It's funny. Do you think, like, he's like, you know what? This Kong movie, I'm going to grow this stash out. And then he shows up and Bridges has that beard. And he's like, oh, well,
2: all right. Let's do this. <laughs> Well, I guess I'll keep it anyway. (laughs) They've already been outdone, but we've already shot a day of film, so. Uh,
0: So they they get spotted, and Wilson makes Jack speak for them, and the leader offers several of its women for just Dwan, which Jack refuses. So on the boat that night, Jack discusses them chanting Kong and wonders what it means, which Wilson thinks is some cruddy religious thing. that yeah, yeah,
2: well, 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 Jack takes an enormous leap and assumes that there's a giant ape on the island, and that's the yeah. worshipping. What like, evidence is there for Jack to assume there's a giant ape on the island? So I saw this movie that was
0: made in 1933, and uh,
2: exactly hate to say it, but uh, this is kind of happening. Throughout this movie, I, mean, I don't know if it's the most blatant example of it, but throughout the movie he just figures out stuff because the script needs him to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. No there, there's there's no clues. That giant wall could have been for anything. That could have been for another tribe. They have no fucking way of knowing what the hell that wall was for? Just like he has no way of knowing what the tribe was talking about when they were communicating. What? They just shouted some stuff. It's like, "Well, I think they're upset and they want to trade her." Fucking what? Where are you getting this information from, Jack? And Jack's like, he goes from
0: like sneaking on there to being the enemy to being like a guy locked up to leading this whole
2: thing. Well, Charles Groden isn't much of a leader. No, let's he, just he's not. let's yeah.
0: yeah. He's there for the he's there for
2: the 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 sweet oil that reminds me how much of a leader he isn't you know jack jeff Bridges' character he's the, he's the photographer now and there's this part when they first land on the beach he says he calls out jack goes, jack i'm getting off the boat and it almost it seems like he wants jack to carry him off the boat <laughs> i'm getting off the boat jack <laughs> come get me i don't want the sand to in my boots
0: Jack and Dwan have a little flirt before he heads to his. I just thought it's was... it a little ditty about Jack and Dwan. Two people on a boat going to their King Kong. Oh yeah, boats travel on. Little oil spill.
2: Okay, I'm done with that. Anyways, well that clearly needs to be in uh, Skull Island.
0: Yes. Well, they changed the names in this of people. Well, it's not the same people. It's it's different. It was a film crew and stuff in the original, and this is about oil, so it's trying to be timely.
2: Well, originally there wasn't supposed to be a Jack character and Charles Grodin's character. It was originally just supposed to be one character. Oh. But they they decided to split it up because... They had both Groden and Bridges interested. No, so they're like, shit, no, I, we'll split them th- up. shit, we We can get the Grodes? Yeah, we gotta do it. No, it was... The roles were different. It was supposed to be like, like a nature documentary crew. That's what it was originally.
0: Okay. But they're like, let's make this political.
2: <laughs> well, D- well, Dwan was supposed to be a, a female camera operator. Okay. Okay. But I think De Laurentiis said, wait a minute, that's silly. Women can't run cameras. That sounds so, like him, yeah. Yeah, so instead they made her someone that's trying to be a, a, a an, an actress, and they split the role up. So, you know, it wasn't a... Um, okay. A, after it wasn't a nature crew uh, of documentarians, then they split the role up.
0: All right. Since she's not a photographer, she gets snatched up by the natives while she's hanging on the dock of the boat? <laughs> Yeah, she's just... Yeah. Why is there a dock on the... Yeah, like they didn't pull up to shore and there was a dock there out in the middle of the water. Yeah, I just...
2: And I I love how they take her. Like, she has her back turned and they... (laughs) It's like they just sneak up. It's just... It's so fucking ridiculous. How could you not hear the boat paddling coming up to you?
0: When Jack, shortly after, discovers she's missing... Then she wakes up, she's like drugged up. She's in a ritual back at the wall.
2: I wish they would have shown her like being drugged up because they don't. They have
0: her drinking something. She drank something. So I was like, okay, that's what they're they're drugging her up. I
2: I did not see that because it really looked like, I couldn't tell if she was drugged up or turned on. Yeah. Because whatever is happening, she is into it. It's like she's on ecstasy. But that's kind of what she does in the movie. Anytime she's on screen, she's either like sleepy or drugged up or loopy that she's on lewds or something the entire movie.
0: She's tied to the stump while they chant with torches and then Kong arrives. And while our conversation has sped through, it's been 53 minutes into this movie.
2: I don't mind a slow burn, but this doesn't seem like it was a good uh, use of a slow burn. In the original, Kong doesn't, no, he didn't show
0: up right away. But they're also fighting against, like, dinosaurs and monsters and stuff, like, along yeah. the way. Which they have totally cut that stuff out of here to be like, this is like the real
2: world, man. Uh, No, no, it isn't. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, it yeah. isn't. If there was just some action, some stuff to... Est- originally, well, they have those other monsters. That is to establish, hey, this is an island of monsters. This is where scary shit happens. It sets the environment of the movie. Here, There is dick all of that. The first giant thing we see is King Kong. Like you said, 50 minutes into this 2-hour and 15-minute movie.
0: We're going to get through this, but a lot of this movie is just stuff that... Pick up the pace. Like I get we where we're. I get this journey, but I don't get why this journey is taking this long. Yeah. a lot of it.
2: It doesn't have to be in real time. <laughs> they can they can edit. They can cut stuff out and move it along. I will say that the reveal of King Kong was kind of neat. Yeah, because there, there's the tree shaking and there's other trees falling down and you see him emerge. Through the trees, and I think it's not bad. Like the like the you said earlier, the animatronics and the the face, face yeah, pretty good, yeah. Um, so I think that was that is one of the bright spots of the movie mm-hmm. is the Kong mask. So he like
0: beats his chest, she screams, he picks her up, and walks off to the forest as she faints in his hand. So and then Jack and Wilson and that crew shows up and they start firing flares into the sky and shooting their guns off. The the natives then clear out and never to return, right?
2: Uh I don't Yeah. Yeah.
0: And they open the gate on the wall. Then they get the that some of that great humor you were talking about, the uh, who the
2: hell you think went there? Some guy in an ape suit? <laughs> yes, I do. That's exactly what happened, Jeff Bridges. So Oh, yeah. By, by the way, that guy in the ape suit Rick Baker.
0: Yeah. yeah, he did the masks for that too. He was the he did the animatronic for the mask, and then Carlo Rambaldi did a lot of the suit and the big, big
2: one. The shitty stuff. That's what he did. <laughs> Rick, Rick Baker did the stuff that, like, man, we gotta get this done. We gotta figure this out. We gotta get an ape on the screen. That's what he did.
0: Jack leads an expedition in the night while Wilson stays on the beach. They decided to make camp until dawn here's the thing they're they're on this this is what i'm talking about they're on this quest to finder but it's a lot of watching people and like they're not really stopping to talk at all it's just watching them walk like mm-hmm. and it's it's beautiful cinematography but it's kind of i don't want to call it easy but when you're in like a beautiful island with like breathtaking views and stuff and you're filming that like that's kind of easy to get like really great shots or to make the scale look really good and stuff, so, but I felt like a whole lot of like, man, like there's not like some like interesting stuff going on between Jeff Bridges and his group of people at all that could yeah. you know could be or some interesting reveals or anything like that. It's just, I, it yeah. just felt like this was. I wish they would have caught up with her faster.
2: Yeah, if they would have had dialogue that was important while we saw this beautiful landscape, that would be really good. But no, it's, no, no, it's just like, look how neat it is. Like, okay, like we know that they're following her. Let's make this time worthwhile. And they're like, no, fuck it. They're just walking in the jungle. Yeah. Okay,
0: well, and, okay, movie. And meanwhile, like Wilson, him and his crew, they have they do have conversations. They talk about how they're gonna sell this whole experience with their product. And then Jack is a, asking the guy about what he thinks the apes done to Dwan. And she has been kept safely by Kong, but he makes sure she doesn't try to escape because she'll like crawl away and he'll put his hand down. And then he picks her up and she gets livid with him and demands to be put down. When she's down, she starts shouting stuff at him and beating on his face.
1: Were well, you goddamn showing us pig-ape? What are you waiting for?
0: And he drops her, and she ends up getting muddy. But he picks her up and cleans her off in a little waterfall, and then puts her in a pool of water, and then he dries her with his breath, which she seems to be enjoying. But I'm like, ugh, yeah,
2: what's his breath smell like? Yeah, I know. <laughs> a, if it's a, a warm, f- it'd be- <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what I'm saying about about Duan. Why? Just like earlier when she was being presented to Kong, she is super into it. Like, is is he pumping pheromones directly into her nostrils? Is that what's going on? I don't understand why she's so happy. Yeah. Also, uh, I'd like to note that uh, we, we meet the real villain for Kong in this scene, which is Daylight. Yeah. Uh, because, man, at night that suit looks pretty cool. It looks really, it's kind of, it's a little scary and it, I think it's pretty well put together. But then when you put light on it, Oh, boy. That, that <laughs> a great-looking suit. No. Yeah. You, you see all the seams in this suit. It is, oh, boy. Ouch.
0: So during all this, Jack and crew still looking for her while arguing with Wilson on how to handle this whole thing. And then a guy comes to shore, and he tells Wilson that the oil, in order to be useful, has to age which would take an insane amount of time—ten thousand years. Ten thousand, which means it's useless.
2: When the scientist is telling Charles Groen about this, totally loaded. I don't. Yes, know. yeah, he's Wha- completely. <laughs> Why did they bring booze? Yes, on this trip seems irresponsible to me. Right, a business trip for
0: God's sakes. It's a work trip. Yes, yeah, uh. Jack and his group encounters a log bridge. It's, uh, it's like a log across a. Kravis or whatever, and after Jack crosses, right. the others are on the log, and Kong shows up to cause trouble, and Kong
2: he... doesn't. Kong doesn't just show up. He seems to materialize out of nowhere. Yes, yes! <laughs> it's not even like he just walks up. It's literally Jeff Bridges crosses the bridge uh, of the tree. The other guys start to walk on, and then it cuts to Kong, like, on a hill. Like, dr- like you know, a hill that's like a hundred... Feet away or so, just standing there screaming. Like, the fu- how the hell did you get here, King Kong? How did no one hear the footsteps of a forty-foot gorilla? Right, right. It was established earlier. He makes a big damn sound. Charles Grodin fell in a footprint. Right, King Kong, for God's sakes! But now, fuck it. He's got Jason Voorhees' powers, and he just materializes wherever the fuck he wants.
0: Well, he kills all the guys on the log, and then Jack hides just below the cliff so he can't see him. And uh, But Kong tries for him. He's unsuccessful and throws the log and retreats. One of the expedition guys, though, survived. And Jack notices that, and that's the last we have of that relationship.
2: Well, no, we see him once more. Oh, yeah? Because uh, he has to make it back to the party of the, uh, the, the, the Pet Rocks people and, and tell them what's happened.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. That's right. At the beach, Wilson, he's pivoted his business plan and he's going to bring back King Kong instead of the oil. There's a marketing uh, tactic? We have a giant who, ape! Yeah,
2: and who wouldn't want to buy oil from people that enslave <laughs> an enormous creature? Right. Who wouldn't? Like, hey, you've got an animal in chains. Sure, I'll buy your oil. But <laughs> this, this could be the only creature like this on the planet. And you've you've chained it so you can sell petrol. Oh, what a company you must be! Back at Kong's lair, he gets super pervy with Dewan. Oh my god! Like it is, it oh. is it is fucking gross. It's vile. He, it, the, the the giant robotic monkey or um, ape hands are just, just just like rubbing its finger. All over her body, and it's, it's, kind of just like slowly ripping off necklaces. I mean, she has she has like a, a, a Mr. T amount of necklaces on yeah. that are all you know like shells and stuff like that. And he's just ripping them off with his finger, and eventually her top comes down. Right? Why was that in the movie? No one wants to see that. And my thing is like, it's not gonna fit, dude. It's not <laughs> going to fit. I know. What was his plan? I know he's a, I know he's an ape, but certainly he, he he forms plans. Kind of, he figures shit out along the way. You know, he he probably waited for those guys to cross that log. Maybe I don't know. That's how they didn't hear him walking. He was already there. Luckily, though, two things happen. Uh, Jack shows up, and a giant snake attacks King Kong. By the way, we've never we have not seen any other giant creatures the nope. entire movie. Nope, we have not. Like like if the expedition would have fought a giant snake while on their way to King Kong and the natives, that would have been great. That would have helped. That would have established hey, there's other threats on this island. This is a scary damn place. Instead, it's just oh no, here's the other large thing on the island. Are there more? Who knows.
0: He rips a snake apart and he chases after Dwan and Jack. But they jump down a cliff into the water and get back to the native's village and through the gate, which Wilson and company are hoping for King Kong to burst through because they've set up a trap, which involves chloroform, dynamite,
2: yeah, and a why hole. Was, yeah, they don't just have chloroform, they have industrial barrels of chloroform. Yeah. Why was that? Well, I guess it may have been like flown out to them because they they did have construction equipment flown out to them so they could make a trap. like they they build like a ditch and they cover it, so Kong will fall into it. So I guess they could have flown the chloroform in.
0: and the their plan, their trap works in spades. I mean, it just there's no problem like Kong busts through that gate and falls down and is chloroformed. That simple. there was no no issues. Everything went according to plan.
2: Yeah, like you it'd been great if like someone would have said, "Man, we should have just done this earlier. That way, all of those guys didn't have to die. That would have been nice." Anyway,
0: so on the return voyage, after a bit of gloating at the success possibilities, there's a debate about Kong and whether it's right what they're doing and how it'll affect the natives. Like Jeff Jeff Bridges is really worried about the natives not having their their god or whatever they you know that they, they fear and stuff and how they're culture will last and later that night on the boat jack and Duan hook up as a piece of Duan's garment floats to where king kong is being stored
1: oh god i'm tired of thinking the ape had the right idea
0: He awakes and he's angry, beating and destroying what he can from his captivity. And Duwan goes to see him and talks him down. Then she falls in to this big well, cage and he well, catches her. Just,
2: well, it's so stupid how she falls in, too. Like, when Kong is trying to escape, you know, the whole boat is shaking and she calms him down. She's sitting right on top of, I wouldn't even call it a grate because it's just in e- enormous holes that are in the deck of, of the boat that she's just sitting on. And the reason that he's breaking the boat, well, one of the reasons is because he wants to see her. So what does he do? As soon as he sees her, he jumps up and tries to grab her. So her falling into there, that's her own fucking fault. I have zero th- sympathy for Dewan. None.
0: But Kong allows her to leave and climb back out. So then we get to... <laughs> Exactly.
2: So, what was the fucking point? Yeah. She, and like, he he loses his shit to to get to her, and then he just immediately lets her leave. What the hell? Why? Why right. is he? Why wouldn't he be more upset? Like, why do you want to leave me? Instead, he just he literally he just sits there sleepily and just kind of lays against the wall while she just walks away. And uh, apparently that jump just took a lot out of him. Cause he just kind of drifts off to sleep. Was she covered in chloroform? Why? Why <laughs> does Kong just give up?
0: Well, we go to New York and it's a uh, big, <laughs> this is a
2: King Kong movie. Yep. So we're going to New York.
0: Big party time celebration at, uh, at a night for Petrox with parade and fireworks. And, uh, Jack shows up to the dressing room and quits, uh, Wilson. And, uh, he asks Dawn to, Dwan to come with him, to which Wilson tells her he'll make sure she's a nobody, so she stays.
2: Well, you, you know the, the deep connections that oil companies have with the entertainment industry. Like, I don't understand.
0: Uh, like, yeah. So she's like,
2: yeah, why is she's she? She's such by a self-involved. Like, why are we rooting for this woman? No, she's terrible. I, I, I hate every second that she's on the screen. She is uh, selfish and stupid.
0: Well, and she's like it, it, she's it's not Jessica Lang's fault. She's just horribly written, and she's like self contradictory in place. It's it's really really weird. Well, like it's it's back and forth and like not. It was like it's almost like they decided to write it this way, and then they changed their mind when to write it that way, and then went back to a certain way, and then forgot to like streamline it all and make it seem like one person. And it's like got all those people who but it those, was,
2: but those uh, contradictions they have they'll happen in the same scene.
0: Yes, exactly.
2: Like when they were on uh, their way back to uh, to New York after they've captured Kong, and Charles Grodin's character comes up to Dewan and says. Hey, good news. You're going to be part of a show that this oil company is putting on. You're going to be a big star. And she's immediately happy about it. She's like, hey, look at me, Jack. I'm cool because I got a job. And then a sentence later, she's says... Yeah, she's like, hey. oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's like, oh, wait, this is at the expense of of an animal being held in captivity that maybe wasn't ethical. L- like, literally, it wasn't even a minute later. It was, like, two sentences later. She immediately, like, oh, no, I regret doing this. And then, in this scene, she's totally cool with everything. She she doesn't even seem to show remorse about her decision. She's totally like, well, money's money, so yeah, I well, love yeah, working sh- in the entertainment industry slash Oil company business.
0: She needs to, like... This character needs to... The way they have her written most of the time, she needs to go down with the Grodon ship. Like, that's what her fate mm-hmm. needs to yeah. be. And or Or, if you want, have a redeeming moment of sacrifice, realizing the rights of her wrong, but she doesn't get to live. But she's written to be done away with in some fashion because she's just not good. And the only...
2: She's a piece of shit. The only reason, her, yeah. The last name must be her name is Dwan Shit. Yeah, that's what she is. The one, the one, the only time
0: when she's like friendly with Jeff Bridges because it's like that. That seems like it's cool at the time, but I don't really buy into it. Or like you know, big poser. She's a poser. That's what she is.
2: She is. She's absolutely. She's she's a fake piece of garbage.
0: Yeah. So Wilson and Dwan arrive by helicopter to this event. And they have a setup that looks like the village wall and where Dwan was tied up. And they tie her up again. But now
2: it's it's all glittery.
0: Oh, yeah. Tinsel. Uh, The wall opens and a big Petrox gas pump wheels in. And this
2: looks so stupid. You know why? Because it's an oil company trying to put on a show. What the fuck do they know about entertaining people? Right. It's unveiled
0: to be King Kong in a cage wearing a crown. And I really, I think if this movie gets one thing right, is they get the, the like the cruelty to a beast or a, an animal right, which is yes. how King Kong looks in this. I'm just like Jesus, this is.
2: Well, yeah, it, it's not bad enough that well, it's not this that he's caged; it's that it's ridiculous.
0: It's like, oh my gosh, like, there,
2: what... there is no room for for Kong to move at all at in all. this, and they've got apparatus. that
0: uncomfortable crown like jammed on his head.
2: Oh I know, and I wondered like how the fuck did they get that on his head? <laughs> and why would they do that? Why who would think this would be entertaining? Who the fuck would want to see that? Who would who would be sitting in the stands and see this enormous gas pump rolled out and think, oh, this could only go well? And then it raises up to see King Kong caged with a giant fake crown. Why wouldn't people just meet? like, you know what? I'm fucking done. I'm calling my congressman. I don't... This this shit's got to get shut down. This is fucking terrible.
0: The reporters and cameramen then just bust around and surround Juan and Bumper, which pisses off King Kong. And guess what? He breaks out of the quote-unquote unbreakable cage. Immediately. The audience... It was like it was made of
2: silly putty. Yeah. nothing to him.
0: The audience freaks and pandemonium begins and Kong steps on some people as they scramble. Jack... He shows up to grab Dwan, and Kong stops on Wilson during this. He has his big comeuppance, like, aha, you got what you, you know, you got, he got his.
2: You have, I do wish you would have been able to see Kong's foot lift up, and then just just a smear of red right. on the ground where he was. Like, there's a smear of red and a mustache.
0: That's what <laughs> yes. I would have
2: wanted. Oh, that would have been beautiful. And
0: he was dressed ridiculous for this thing, too. He looked like an asshole
2: he was dressed how tourists dress when they go to australia yeah so
0: then kong spots jack and juan and follows police close off a bridge jack and juan grab a train during their getaway which people remember this from their writing their you know 1990s universal theme park writing
2: yeah, th- this was the part of the movie like okay, this could pick up because now it's a giant monster movie. We get we oh. get
0: we get some like s- like good like setups, some good action sequences, right? That's what we were yeah. hoping for.
2: Yeah, like all right, it's a ju- it's a monster tearing through New York City. I'm in. Let's see it happen.
0: Here come the sequences, and he picks up on the the train. He he like grabs a car and he like rips the ceiling off of one. He tosses it, but he gets he gets the car with Jack and Dwan. He grabs a woman, thinking it's Dwan, and then just chucks her. I love I, so this God, this I train car it. is like the best thing in the movie. This this little like probably minute and a half sequence is like the best thing.
2: I wish that was Dwan. Oh, I was so happy when he whipped that woman. It's like yeah, it's it's as if he like saw her and said "fuck this" and just, just threw her the and,
0: other side of the city. And Jack and Juan, they've escaped and are back. Every time I say, them, I'm like, little diddy about Jack and Juan. <laughs> Every time. Uh, a guy ditches his motorcycle. And so Jack grabs onto it. And they end up losing uh, the motorcycle and keep running. Juan uh, stops and begs Jack to just stop and buy her a drink. Like, what? <laughs> okay. And, and this Why- is like the emptiest New York City of all time, right? Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Escape from New York with a higher population than this scene. Man, man when she asked for that drink, my jaw dropped. Like, uh, like my, my hands were on my head, my jaw dropped. Like, are you fucking kidding me? There is an enormous gorilla tearing through the city looking for you, you irresponsible piece of garbage. And you're... Uh, your bright idea is like, hey, let's have a cocktail. <laughs> Damn it, I hate her.
0: They spot the Twin Towers, which Jack all of a sudden says he has deja vu. Kong takes the water and, to avoid this bridge and sees the Twin Towers himself. So Jack's well, wanting...
2: They- well, and, he's, and I think Jack... I don't know if it was Jack or, or Duan, but someone said, hey, there's no need to worry because gorillas can't swim. <laughs> First of all... I don't know if that's true. I'd be surprised. I don't know. I've not studied gorillas. But I love that that's their, sh- their-, their garbage reasoning. So instead, King Kong just walks through the water. <laughs> it-, it doesn't even phase him. Oh, I fucking love that.
0: Uh, Jack and Dwan are having that drink in the abandoned restaurant, and she asks if he's still interested in her, and he feels not worthy Come on, dude. Kong gets out of the water and bumps into some power lines, making the lights go out. And during a conversation about whether th- his offer stands, uh, Jack realizes the Twin Towers view was one like he saw these this rock structure on the island, to
2: which I I completely he, forgot about that. I did too. I
0: was like, why is he? What's with the Twin Towers? What? 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 Uh, he, he calls the mayor, or I'm guessing it's the mayor. And he warns... I
2: believe it's City Official that he calls. Okay. Oh, City is that, Official. That's uh, John Agar. Yes. For those of you keeping score. The star of Revenge of the Creature, Tarantula, and a whole bunch of other stuff you probably don't want to watch.
0: <laughs> but he warns him that Kong is going there. So you're saying this is his best movie?
2: <laughs> but, oh uh, my god, it might be. They yeah. Have- <laughs> I love that he... Like, this is more of jeff, uh, jeff bridge's character just knowing what he needs to know so the movie can keep moving right
0: they have to, they but he makes sure they um have to promise to capture it without injury and kong's hand then reaches through the door of the oh, restaurant God. and grabs one who doesn't scream or anything
2: <laughs> well you know that, that's what happens when she gets kidnapped Cause she didn't scream when the natives took her, and she doesn't scream when Kong's hand comically like, Yeah, this is hilarious. Through. It's, like, again, how is this gorilla not making sound as he walks through the streets of New York City, and his hand, it, it it's like it's greased. It moves yes. in so smoothly.
0: Kong heads to the World Trade Center, the military hides in the shadows. Like they can appear and disappear or I, it was weird. They're waiting. And then he climbs one of the buildings as Jack gets there and takes the elevators up to the roof. And some military guys go. Also,
2: also why, why, why aren't the world train center towers uh, locked? He walked right into the building. He had no issue getting into there. It's gotta be the middle of the night. True. It's got to be the middle of the night. Also, there's a giant fucking gorilla storming through the city. Yes. Seems like those doors would be locked to me.
0: Unless the guy just got the hell out of there before locking up.
2: We, we, we've seen how easily Kong's hand goes through a door. <laughs> I think I'd want to close those doors and lock them up. True. <laughs> Look out, his hand's coming through. <laughs> his, his, his hand's moving through at a moderate pace.
0: Uh, so some military guys go like rogue and they begin shooting him with a flamethrower and helicopters approach and start firing on him and he gets, he gets bloodied up and but he manages to knock down a chopper. And Dwan then runs out to him, but the choppers continue to fire, and he destroys a second chopper, which crashes into the building. And then Kong falls over dead on the roof. And reporters crowd around as we hear the last beats of his heart, and Dwan is getting all the press attention, but is upset and screaming for Jack. And that's that's the end of the movie. I
2: hope Jack is like, fuck this. She's an awful person. I don't care anymore. Like, like, Jack's whole thing was he didn't want anything bad to happen to Kong. And...
0: Here's uh, here's another option for her fate. She's a complete dick like she is this movie. And then, in the end, to save everybody, like... But she still really likes Jack, even though she keeps choosing against him. And something results in the end of the movie. Results in Jack's death, and then she gets all her fame, but it's at the cost of Jack, and she feels like a complete piece of shit. That's another good idea for an ending for her, but that's not how the movie treats her.
2: No, I would have liked if, when King Kong is on the top of one of the the the, the towers, if the flamethrower guys had hit her. I would have liked that, where she just she gets lit on fire and then she falls off the building, and right. that way Kong could really lose his shit and just beat the hell out of everything. That would have been awesome. I mean, and he still does, you know, freak out. It is pretty sweet when he when he jumps from one tower to the other and then throws that enormous explosive canister of something that happened to be. I don't know why they would have an enormous canister of explosives on top of the World Trade Center. Seems like a poor place to put it to me. I don't know. I'm not a city planner. But when he throws it and it blows up the flamethrower, guys, that was pretty awesome. And th- th- this whole sequence is surprisingly violent. Yeah. But, you know, like in the other King Kong movies, he's on top of a building. Usually Empire State Building, but they switched it up for this. You see, you know... Uh, in the other movies, planes are shooting at him. And, like, oh, no, it's just unfortunate. This poor beast is being shot. But they're, they have a, um, like, like, a chain gun shooting at King Kong on, yeah. on helicopters. And that blood fucking sprays. And his body jiggles and you see the impact of all yeah. the bullets into him it
0: is thick and visible like the red could have disappeared into his hair and, and his skin and stuff and been like eh, there, i guess there's blood but man that stuff is just red
2: oh yeah there was just so much blood i could not believe it
0: yeah they killed the shit out of him
2: or did yeah. they
0: because king kong would live <sighs> the next, it was about a decade later yeah. they um the director of this would go on to make a sequel to this called King Kong Lives with Linda Hamilton.
2: Is he Is he part uh, – does he have, like, cybernetic implants or anything like that?
0: I, I cannot confirm it. I have not seen that movie, though I'd like to because I hear it's crazy.
2: I'm going to say, if he's part cyborg, I'm in. Kongatron. <laughs> I'd watch a movie called Kongatron. I'd give it a chance.
0: Kongatron. I don't know if I'd
2: watch it. I'd give it a chance.
0: Could a listener make a poster for a movie called Kongatron and send it to us?
2: Yeah, like if it if it's possible, I <laughs> if you could incorporate breakdancing into the poster, that's what I would want. I want I want a cybernetic King Kong breakdancing
0: Kongatron. Such a
1: nice safe. Such a nice sweet. Nice, sweet, sweet monkey.
0: Now comes the point in our episode where we rate the movie we just watched. As we are a cult cinema cavalcade, we always like to keep things nice and culty. Our ratings and choices are as follows. Stay with your family. You're on the native side of the fa- of the uh, the wall. You're you're staying back from King Kong 1976. Converted, which means uh, you're down at the island. You're gonna try to get some of that oil. You'll you'll partake in the ceremony and. Drink of the Kool-Aid. You are on the Kong side. You're going to let him fill you up with that big thumb. So, Cullen, (laughs) how do you rate King Kong 1976?
2: Uh, Well, uh, this movie is full of characters that I cannot sympathize with at all. Uh, I come the closest with Jeff Bridges' character, Jack. I can actually kind of get on his side, even though he seems to have ESP somehow to know every detail he needs to know in the movie. But I, I hate Duan as I stated before. And I'll say it again, because I... Uh, God, she was terrible. No, just, just no redemption. And she looked like she was on ecstasy the whole time. There was no relationship built between her and Kong. If that had been in the movie, I might have sympathized more when Kong died at the end. I, I would have felt sad, but... As the movie was made, uh, I I couldn't give a shit. I didn't care that he died. I was more upset that Jeff Bridges was upset that Kong was dead. King Kong rubbing his finger up and down Dwan does not make me sympathize with him. I don't feel great for her in that scene, but she's established a history of me not giving a fuck about her, so I don't care. Can't stand her. And when uh, Charles Grodin says that king kong was going to uh, rape her he he says that he says this giant gorilla was going to rape her i don't know seems like that that word's a little harsh for a movie like this and maybe it shouldn't have been included in it so it's just more garbage in this movie it's too long it's too damn long and it drags i hate all of this movie i stay with my family brandon how do you rate king kong
0: after we after talking about this movie and Cullen, uh, now it's probably gonna come as a surprise, and don't be angry. Um, but I didn't like this movie. <laughs> Go on. I I I will be I will be staying with my family for you know being excited to revisit this to be like okay yeah like I figured it wouldn't be great. But I didn't feel like it was going to feel like a chore to watch this damn thing. Like, I was more interested in scripting this episode when I was watching (laughs) this. And there wasn't much to write. It was like traveling, 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 montage. Oh, montage of stuff. Like, it, I don't know. I didn't like really many, any of the characters. I guess, I guess I was okay with Jeff Bridges because it forces us to be. Yeah, there there were it had moments and and effects work that I, I could appreciate, but man, it was like this was two hours and fifteen minutes. Peter Jackson's was over was almost three and a half, and felt like forty minutes compared to this because that one's actually yeah I like that movie. Things move, there's stuffing happening, and likable characters.
2: And it establishes a relationship between it, the Naomi Watts and King Kong. Yeah, which, he doesn't try to like needed. figure
0: like literally finger banger but i you know i feel bad for you know jessica langs her first movie and it's this she wouldn't be in another movie for another three years but luckily it was like an all-time great movie and all that jazz so she 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 would instantly improve but it's just man this isn't even fun to go back to it's way too long maybe needed to get to new york faster spend less time on the island i don't know i got i had a lot of Problems with this movie, and I, you know, I think maybe we talked about them enough through this. But I I'll stay with my family for sure. This is, I, this be your least favorite movie you've watched for this? Maybe not my least favorite, but it's it's in the it's in the pile of them. It's and a lot of it has to do with its length.
2: I've yeah, I've told people to watch Neil Breen movies. I've recommended those.
0: I laughed so during you- Neil Breen movies. I you know got kicked. <laughs> <laughs> Kick kind out of things at those. But man, this was a, a curiosity, an itch that I guess didn't need scratched, and now I know better.
2: I think a better use of your time would be to watch Trancers. Yeah, and, and I did not care for Trancers. No,
0: don't put me down! Don't put me
1: down! Please! Hold on to
2: me. On
0: the next episode of Cult Cinema Cavalcade. We'll be discussing Dracula 3000 from 2004, so not quite 3000. This was a uh, this was a, a request from somebody long ago to to do on the show. So I don't know much about this movie. I, I'll be honest with you right there. I don't know.
2: I can guarantee you will be more entertained by Dracula 3000 than by King Kong.
1: Here
0: we go. I'd like to thank everyone for tuning in again. Continue to send us emails, comments, tweets, whatever. We love those. And we like to read them on the show. We like to do stuff like that. And uh, this episode has come to an end. But first, stay tuned for the trailer for Dracula 3000. The trailer that actually trails.
1: in an unknown domain of space. Any sign of life? No. They unleashed a power that has sought vengeance for a thousand years.
2: The lord of an unholy empire and the captain of an unsuspecting crew begin a battle that will turn the heavens into hell. Erica Endlich, Coolio, Alexandra Camp, and Tiny Lister.
0: Dracula 3000. Ah!
1: to cult cinema cavalcade you can find more of cullen's work on the creative zombie studios network and on twitter at my name is Cullen. you can find more of brandon's work at whysoblue.com and on twitter at bt peters podcast produced by brad shoemaker edited by brandon narration by becky theme song pink baby by happy elf found on the freemusicarchive.org network. The movie in today's discussion is property of its respective studio and no infringement is intended. Please remember to leave us an iTunes rating and review. Join us again in two weeks for the next episode of Cult Cinema Cavalcade. You know, we're going to be great friends. I'm a Libra. What sign are you? No way. No. Don't tell me. I bet you're an Aries, aren't you? Of course you are. I just knew it. <laughs> I think that's just wonderful.